Not you, but I'm thinking another flood isn't such a bad idea. All in favor of just a total earth cleansing, say aye. The Kate Daly Show starts now. The universe and the galaxy are young, measured in thousands of years, not millions or billions of years. Many times people ask me, them say, well, Major, you believe in a young earth, a 6,000-year earth. Can you show me that that's true without using the Bible? And I say, absolutely. What's the oldest living thing on the planet? The oldest living thing on the planet. Trees. How old are the oldest trees? 4,500 years. That takes us back almost exactly to the year of the flood, okay, in 2,500 B.C. Number two, I'm saying, look at the sky. Uh, uh, we call solar nebulae. A solar nebulae is uh, what we see from a supernova when a star explodes. It leaves a gas cloud. Because of our radio telescopes that we have now today, we can look deep into space and we can actually count the number of solar nebulae that are there. And how many are there? A supernova a, 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 takes place about once every 26 years. How many solar nebulae do we have? 6,000 years worth? That's impossible in a universe that is billions and billions of years old. And we, the world is filled with limestone. Limestone is sedimentary rock. It precipitates out of water. The entire earth was filled with water. Every mountain chain in the world, including Everest, has sea life on top of that mountain. The mountains rose out of the water, so we know that there was a worldwide flood. Love that clip from Major Coleman, Christian professor. Um, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. So happy to have you today. We kind of have a special edition of the show today, don't we? Apparently. Yeah. Apparently we do. Uh, Dr. Pesta will join us next week. Today, uh, we're actually joined by um, by a favorite guest that we've had on the show before. And if you guys remember, the, the liner coming into the show was, um, you know, the, is the, the earth needs another flood, you know, in a joking way. But really, truly... It probably does. <laughs> anyway, um, and the person that brought that up on the show was uh, Gary Wayne, who is a Christian historian and um, love to have him and his insights. If there's anyone that, that studies, oh, my gosh, the, 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 the scriptures and comes up with insights, it's uh, Gary Wayne is amazing. How are you, Gary Wayne? Doing very well and uh, so happy to be yeah. back with you again this afternoon and very much looking forward to uh, hopefully another eyebrow-raising conversation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gary was the one that got us to, you know, really brought in the conversation about why did the flood have to happen? What was the reason behind it? And it really uh, sparked a lot of conversation and a lot of emails to me. Um, so I really love that. First, we, we must start out, though, talking about the Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl and the Super... <laughs> The super extraordinary nothingness that happened over most of the Super Bowl um, and the strange uh, Taylor Swift and her little witchcraft buddies uh, that were hanging out with her. And also just the whole. Did you watch it, Uncle Milty? I No, I you know, I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yes. Well, I drove across the Nevada border to place a bet on the Super Bowl. Uh huh. And they started arguing with me that the Portland Trailblazers were not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's about how I feel about it. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so I went. So I was watching it, and um, just it was a it was a it was a strange one. It was very boring. Uh, so they're calling it the Super Bowl. But um, Taylor Swift, uh, you know, everybody's always looking for all the occult messages. You didn't see them as prevalent as they were bef in 
Super Bowls past in this one. Usher was the um, the addition uh, to the, you know, he was the halftime show. And his it was a little rough. I agree with Matt Walsh. It was a little rough. The whole the whole entertainment thing was a little bizarre. And um, but it wasn't like it was before. But um, Taylor Swift had a friend. And by the way, they did get the money shot of Taylor Swift and her boy toy, Travis Kelsey, hugging at the end. And that was the picture they've shared over all of the Internet today. And all the news organizations were told to share. Did I say told to? Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, told to share. Um, But Little Ice Spice was throwing up little um, um, demonic uh, symbols with her hands during the game. Do you know what that was, Gary? The little horns? Yeah, with the, with the hand signal, yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's done, you know, with typically the baby pinky and the thumb. Yeah, uh, Sometimes up, that? sometimes down. Uh-huh. And there's a number of meanings for it, but from the occult perspective, uh-huh. that's two, two horns of a bull. Okay. And so when we look at the uh, bull cult, mm-hmm. um, and Skull and Bones, people from that organization would use that as well. And I'll come back to that in terms of <laughs> of uh, some connections. But that bull cult is like the bull cult of Egypt. And mm-hmm. that this is the antediluvian religion that crossed the flood that, we, that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And there's an interesting term, as spe- specifically as it relates to the Bible and, and females doing it, uh, this is uh, understood as a bull, as in a bull, as in Baal or El of the mm. Canaanite pantheon, and the and the mother goddess, the fertility goddess, Ashtaroth Carnean, and that means the two horns of Ashtaroth of that deity, from the female mother mm. goddess aspect of it, and uh, you know the two cities of Ashtaroth were. Um, of Ashtaroth in Bashan of Mount Hermon, mm-hmm. uh, where Baal held his council of the gods, this Mount Saphon in the Ugaritic text, also Sion, Sirion, a few other names in, in, in the Bible, and of Edrai, where her two mm-hmm. cities, those are the two cities of King Og. So the spurious offspring like King Og, the last of the Rephaim after the flood, mm-hmm. versus the Nephilim, was considered a spurious offspring, and... In the Ugaritic text, the Rapiu, the Rapium, the RPM in Old Semitic, the Raphaim, where that Hebrew word comes from, were considered bulls as well, both female giants and male giants. And so it's part of the bloodline symbol of those bulls as well. And that mm. bull symbol with those two horns is the place where the sun disk right. rests particularly wow. in Egyptian religion as it relates and, and the bull cult, but also with the Canaanite cult and other cults. So when you see that, you'll see images of that type of image also with the sun cult variously. So it has a lot of meanings mm-hmm. in terms of what they're going to be using it for. And sometimes they'll also sort of take that inverted understanding of the glyphs of a, of a male with a triangle that comes to a point that's open at the end like mm-hmm. an x yeah and then the v is the top part that upward would be representative of the mother goddess 
mm-hmm. downward with the point up would be the male symbol of those horns. And so, and there's just layers and layers and layers of the meanings that go into it. It's just, you could go yeah. on endless with wow. how many meanings they embed into well, those types of things. Now you know why I asked Gary Wayne <laughs> to <laughs> come on today. I love it. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk, so thank you for that. That was a whole lot of insight. I love it. The other thing I wanted to talk about was two different ads. Number one, you saw a Pfizer ad um, as it was sort of talking through the voices of history. And then it mentioned that its next fight is going to be cancer for everybody. Hmm. And uh, so you guys can draw all those conclusions as you know, as we've been talking about this for three years now. Um, and uh, that was their next fight uh, because a lot of people were, are going to come up with cancer. So that's yeah. where the crystal ball is. Yes. At Pfizer. They an- yes, they announced <laughs> that. And then also there was a uh, there was a ad where Christ is washing or not Christ. <laughs> um where people are washing people's feet. And it came across as, you know, it was from hegetsus.com and it was also an ad to show that um that look, you know, um we all need to be kinder and nicer and and it was a pastor washing the feet of a transgender and it was all these different di- different combinations of people. But I don't know if they truly understood why Christ did what he did. Um, considering that the slaves, the, the Gentiles used to wash the feet as before dinner time. And, and so you might want to explain that, Gary, because in my view, the, the thing that I said to my husband was the same thing that Abby Johnson came out with. And that was when I was watching it, it said, he gets us. And I thought my husband immediately goes, he gets us. We're, you know, and I said, yeah, we're supposed to get him. That's what the message should have been is we get him. We want to be like him, not he gets us and comes down to our level is that we go and rise to his level. And so it was a really strange um, ad campaign to me. I know it was trying, but it was very weird. And it was the CEO of Wendy's. And um, I think the board member from Hobby Lobby was on that. But it's from a Come Near Near Foundation or Come Near organization is running this ad campaign now. So... Can you describe to people why Christ washed the feet? Yeah, it's it's a symbol of um, it, it, respect mm-hmm. and cleanliness and being cleaned mm-hmm. and holy because you're walking on holy ground of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just as when Moses was sort of approaching the burning bush, he had to be made clear in terms of... Uh, how that was going to mm-hmm. come about and sure. and who they were. And just as Isaiah, when he had a vision, uh, one of the seraphim angels took a stone from the fiery altar to put on the lips and to take away the sin. And so that's part of all of that sort of allegory that's in it. And also Jesus had his feet washed as well mm-hmm. um, by by the disciples as a symbol of uh, as a great teacher and a master, they may not have understood and probably, and most of them didn't, maybe Peter did at some point, obviously Mm -hmm. with his comments, but, Mm -hmm. um, they wouldn't have understood him to be the Messiah, let alone what was the meaning of the Messiah. It's one thing to have a meaning of the Messiah, but as the word of God and as the, um, you know, Jehovah, the Elohim Mm -hmm. is a significant Mm -hmm. upward understanding, which I'm not convinced they had at that point that point until after the crucifixion. Mm. And so this is not something that is done lightly. This is right. done um, the in preparation. 
Doesn't it have something, something to do? Special. Doesn't it have something to do with being repentant and not? I mean, it's interesting yes. to me how they show this, and it's like no matter what the sin is, it's sort of okay, and we wash each other's feet to show yeah. kindness. But he was showing his love for his disciples, and the disciples were trying to be like him. Yes, they want to be like him, and yes. we want him in us. It's not vice versa, yeah. as the commercial was talking about. Right. But that is a polytheist understanding of the Christ consciousness out of the New Age, mm. which is fine. People are free to believe whatever mm -hmm. they believe. Just research it and understand why you believe what you believe and make your choice, because everything's a choice in, the, in, the, in this world that we live in. So and that they, that is the understanding of they want to be like him, mm -hmm. but in the physical world. So they actually want to be like little gods, right? right and right. have the power over everything as, as a little God. So it's, it's, it's kind of in, it, in how it's sort of set out there. Yeah. They're taking the whole meaning and they're reimagining it mm -hmm. in imagery and taciturn it, language that the occult understands. Right. And you become sort of part of this kind of ritual yeah. uh, that is being done in front it, of you. You don't even realize it, but you're it, participating in a polytheist ritual. And that's fine if that's what you yeah. want to do. It's like somebody that you didn't know. read the Bible that's telling you something from the Bible. That's how it, <laughs> that's how it felt last night. Be right back. More with Gary Wayne and Uncle Melty on the Kate Dow. Show.